0: Welcome back! We are here with another episode of Backstage, the Bachata Podcast. My name is Lucy.
1: And my name is Jan. And today we have uh, Christian from Melbourne, who is a Bachata Central teacher and also a relationship, sex and self-expression coach. Um, but that's quite a lot to unpack, I guess, so maybe Christian, why don't you go ahead and uh, yeah, introduce yourself to uh, the listeners and what exactly it is that you're doing. Sounds like a lot to me.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah <it> <laughs> um, okay. Cool. Well, I mean, first of all, thanks for having me on. Um, I love the Lucy. I love the way you say bachata. Like I, I say oh. it in an Australian <laughs> accent. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you say it really well. <laughs> um, so I've got envy already. Um, yeah. So I mean, where do you want me to start? Dancing or coaching?
1: If, I think like a little bit like how you, how you ended up connecting these things. Yeah. At least that's how it sounds to me when I read your bios, like on Instagram or on Facebook. Um, so I'm not sure if that's exactly, is that even the case? Are you combining these things?
2: Yeah, cool, absolutely. I can combine them both um, in some form of explanation because I do, right? Um, so, yeah, just as a quick background, like, yeah, I, I teach and coach mostly men. Um, you know, relationships, sex, understanding women, understanding themselves, how to express themselves, and for me, like my coaching work is really around this thing which I call our true nature. Yeah, it's like if you took all the layers off that, like people have told you, oh, you need to be this, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, do this thing and you're more of a man, Lucy, you know, do this thing and you'll be one of the cool girls, and like, like we go through life, right? And, and people are just handing us layers to put on and wear. And so my coaching is really largely about stripping all those things away so that we're at our, our true nature, like our, the very core of us. And so authenticity plays a big part in that, but so does embodiment, this phrase embodiment, which to me means a couple of things, but really simply it means to be in your body. Yeah. And, and to like live from that rather, th- rather than the mind, um, because our, our body knows things to me. Yeah. Like to, uh, I think it's access to timeless wisdom. And so when we live from the body, it's a much more grounded, still, certain place. And so that's kind of also my philosophy in bachata is, as well, is even though I'm the lead can I empty myself so that the music comes into my body and leads through me? Yeah. Instead of like thinking I'm leading, I'm leading. So it's, um, yeah, for me, coaching and dancing are really similar and I can combine the two. And I, I do combine the two in any form of combination. Yeah. Like more on the dancing side, more on the coaching side, more in the middle, depending on who I'm working with and, and, and what outcomes they want to achieve. So yeah, that's kind of how I do it. And yeah, for me bachata essential. I actually learned that bachata was a thing when I was in Colombia learning salsa. I went I went to <laughs> Cali. Yeah, I went to Cali in nice. Colombia, which is like I didn't know anything about it, but I'm the type of person like I want to go to the core of things. And so I heard that Cali was the, you know, the birthplace of salsa. So I went there not knowing that I could have gone to Bogota or Medellin. But
1: were you dancing salsa already?
2: Um, I was dancing a little bit because I lived in Barcelona, but I didn't know bachata was a thing. So then...
1: But you were living in Barcelona. Yeah, I know. (laughs) So much bachata over there.
2: <laughs> try, try not to bring that up. Every time that I realize I could have spent my first nine, like my first nine months of bachata learning from the best in the world, nine I months. actually get a little bit depressed. So <laughs> oh,
1: it's okay. It's in the past. It happened, Christian. You yeah. cannot change it. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking.
2: But yeah, just as anyways, to,
1: anyways. So you went to somewhere in South America.
2: Yeah, well, I was in Colombia and then I, I was learning salsa for a little bit and I just saw this, this other thing and I was like, I was just called to it, yeah? Like it was, I was like, That's, that feels more me. And so I went back to Australia after that, got on Google salsa and bachata classes, searched them up, and, and then went to them. And then from there, yeah, it's, it's really been an addiction.
1: Yeah. So, when did you realize that you could combine these two things, coaching and and, and, and dancing? I assume were you already coaching when you when you went to Colombia back then, or?
2: Yeah, I was. Um, I, I've been coaching on and off for ten years. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so at that stage, I would have been, and yeah, when did I combine the two? Um, I, I think as I saw my own philosophy of dance have a lot of parallels to my philosophies in life and coaching is when I was like, oh, I can use bachata as a tool to help people have a real embodied experience of what I'm talking about in terms of these concepts like feminine and masculine and leading and surrendering and things like that.
0: Okay, interesting. And when you're talking about the female and male energies, um, how how do you connect these things like are they separated, or do you see it as they both come together in each individual? Just can you explain that a little more?
2: yeah, absolutely so to to me, it's feminine and masculine uh, um to, I think male and female is is something entirely entirely different, so to me, we all have our inner feminine, we all have our inner masculine. The and it's really just a way to look at the two different sides of us. You could say yin and yang, like in the you know, Chinese medicine, right? So um the masculine in all of us is is about tasks and results, basically. Yeah. So it's like, that's the thing that I wanted to achieve, that's the thing that I wanted to build how do I get, you know, how do I do that? What systems do I need? What structure do I need? Yeah. Like planning. Whereas the feminine in all of us is in the moment. So if the masculine is, is doing the, the, the feminine in all of us is being like, what do I feel like? What do I feel? How do I feel right now? And what do I want to do based on that? Oh, cool. I want to go for a walk in the sunshine and lay outside. Great. Now what do I want to do? Okay, I want to go eat a delicious meal. Cool. Now what do I want to do? I want to go. Uh, Lucy
3: is smiling. <laughs>
2: I, I, I want to go have you know some some hot sex. Great. Cool. Like it's so it's feeling based. Yeah. So the masculine is task based, and the feminine is feeling based. And you could kind of call it um, the masculine like goal oriented, and the feminine soul oriented, but I don't want to say like the masculine doesn't have soul. Right. But it's, it's that part of us. Yeah. The part of us that is just wants to connect and let, let this immense life move through us. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I mean. What else is the feminine? Yeah. Moment by moment, no structure, more about
1: being. Yeah.
0: So this is how you connected the dancing. Yes. Oh, interesting.
1: So that, that relates to following and leading, or yes. am I? Okay.
2: Oh. Yes. That relates to leading and following. Yeah. Because, right. So, if, if I'm a, um, a, another way to think of this in within ourselves, right, we have these parts. So, kind of like our masculine almost provides a structure for, for us to play inside of. Yeah. C- consider like um, you take your kids to the playground. assume you don't have kids, but anyway, you take, you take your children to the playground. There's a fence, yeah? A lot of them have you know, a, a fence or a gate so that as a parent, you can put your child in the playground. They can run around to do all the crazy stuff that they want to do a- and you, you can actually be, be, feel relaxed, yeah, because you know that they're safe. Yeah, like they're not going anywhere else. So, so that's a way that structure for ourselves enables us to relax and enables us to surrender and then follow or, or flow better, right? And so one of my favorite compliments that I ever get um, about me as a dancer is that, um, hang on, I just lost my mind for a second I was thinking of two different things. Um, yeah, it's just basically that, that girls can relax with me. Yeah, like they say, I can just completely relax, and I think like word for word, one of my closest friends, she said, "I feel the most relaxed with you because I trust you the most." And, and to me, like to me, that is one hundred percent a reflection of like what it is like as a lead to like. Have structure and and be in your masculine, yeah. Like to to hold a woman because when dancing, like our follower can feel w- when we're when we're, when our frame is not good. Our follower can feel if we make a little flaky move, and they're like, oh, I don't know what to do. And, and now they have to start thinking, and they don't want to think. They they just want to feel and be in the moment. Um, and and then on the other hand, you know, the follower if the follower tries to take the role or doesn't feel safe, she, she will try to take control. She, she will try to compensate for that and, and she'll have to kind of just be thinking more. So she's kind of leading a little bit or not fully giving trust. And so that means like um, now, like now she's kind of in a way impeding on like letting the guy really prove himself to be safe. But it's pretty dynamic, obviously.
0: So I was just wondering, because I do understand that like when a follow is feeling, you know, she feels trust towards the person, she can relax. And like you say, follow, you know, let herself follow and be led. Um, Is there a version actually for the men or the leads um, that, you know, they can also, even though they have to have the structure, they're the ones leading the dance. Do they have like somehow that relaxation where they can also just kind of, you know, keep structure, but feel like they can Mm kind of let go in the music, for example, let the music lead them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So that really has to, that's a great question. And it really has to come from feeling your own body. Yeah.
3: Like doing, doing a turn pattern
2: is one thing, but like doing it from from the mind and doing it from the body is a completely different experience. So it takes a man or a, or a follow, uh, sorry, or a lead um, woman or man. It takes that person just knowing how to like breathe and like sink into their body. Yeah. And so there's a lot of things that come with that, but Often it's the, it's the doubts, yeah. Like one of the things that leads say all the time is, I don't want I don't want to be boring, yeah. I, if she gets bored, it's like it's 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 such a confidence crusher for, for guys, especially when they're starting out. Um, and so, yeah, you have to move through the stuff in your mind to a certain degree to be able to just tune into the body and just completely give in to the body.
0: So basically you're saying, or what I'm understanding is the follows follow the lead, but the lead technically also someone has to follow kind of deep within, right? Yes. So they're also following.
2: Yes. So, okay. Oh, this is <laughs> interesting. <on>. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> hold on. Right. So the, and, and that again, is you, you've nailed it. Um, I'm actually a bit Thank lost for you. words. You've <laughs> nailed it because for me, um, Hang on, I thought I just got echo for a second. For me, I actually try to listen to her first. Oh, yeah. So, (laughs) Lucy's like, "Cool." Um,
1: (laughs) Lucy's mind is blown. Yeah, right. So, a man who's listening to me,
2: right? So, (laughs) as, as I as I start, you know, in close hold or something like that, right? Uh, at, at first, I'm feeling, yeah, I'm feeling like her arms on me. I'm feeling like her her body. I'm just feeling her sense of comfort. And so I meet her, yeah? Like, a, a, and to me, I, I think that's life, yeah, is is the masculine needs to meet the feminine, where the feminine is at, and then go from there. Because if the if the masculine, right, or if the lead, if the, if the lead moves too fast, and the, and the feminine is not on board, or the follower is not on board, you, you're not dancing. Yeah. Instead, you are you're, you're pulling them along. And um, we kind of do. Well, I do some exercises to you know create different scenarios when I'm doing this stuff as a workshop or at retreats um yeah I just like purposely you know divide the room into leads and follows and I was I'll like I'll go whisper to these people I'll be like okay make really rushed moves yeah like leads make really rushed moves and then I'll go to the followers and I'll whisper to them and I'll say followers um do your best to just tune in and listen yeah and then I'll change it around I'll like I'll do that and then we'll see what happens and we'll, we'll pull it apart and I'll be like, well, how was it when your partner suddenly moved to the right and didn't prepare you correctly? And, and then we talk about that. Or then I'll like say, okay, followers don't listen to them. Yeah. Like don't listen to them. And, and the leads won't know. And, and, and well, inevitably like the, the followers always think, okay, this is my time for revenge. <laughs> 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 um, Yeah, but, yeah, so just the point is, um, yes, you you have to listen first, but, yeah, just the way that I do it, there's different ways. There's different ways to create that. But, yeah, I try to listen to her first so she's on board, she feels safe with me, and now we can go. Now we can dance.
1: So that's one area where you draw, I don't know, if you can say inspiration from, you know, real life, as in life outside of dancing, and you make it relate to – yeah to dancing um, do you have other aspects where you're incorporating you know aspects of life or dynamics of everyday life into dancing?
2: Oh. interesting question do I have other because aspects?
1: To, to me to me that's like uh, without ha- having ever seen any of your classes, um, but if I would have to describe what you're doing is like I would say this guy is taking principles out of everyday life and he applies it to dancing. Mm. Maybe I'm wrong, but that that's like, so far, that's the impression that I got. And I feel that's very unique. And I've never seen anyone do that before. Same. And I can so far I'm like, I can only nod my head about what you're saying. Like, The good way of nodding my head.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) 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 Not, not, not left to right. Up and down. Up and down. Yeah, yeah. So I want to know. Yeah, is there is there is there more to it?
2: Uh, There's definitely more layers because there's always there's always more layers to understanding the relationship we have with ourselves or the relationship we have to another. Um so this idea of feminine and masculine is just they're just words yeah like they're words and they they mean something to me so i use them right um yeah yeah I, that's what i really got for that
1: yeah yeah maybe to make it make it a bit more um like concrete my question so um you no know, you said that the, the biggest compliment that you usually get is that um you know, you make them feel you know safe and 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 whatever, and you provide basically that structure um but where where does that come from like I'm sure other aspects of life like how you how you live your life and how you go through life they mm-hmm. influence how how comfortable you are um um and, and ultimately they influence how safe you make a follower feel
2: mm. Mm. yeah um I mean, I've, my, my personal journey has been a journey back to my body. Yeah. Like w- one of my things used to be, um, you know, I'm not sure what it's like in, where are you based again? Me? Yeah. Uh, the Netherlands. That's it. The Netherlands. Um, and Lucy, you just moved, right? where did yeah, you move I'm to?
0: Czech Republic.
2: Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So. So in Australia, there's this real stereotype of, you know, this is this is a man, you know, drinks beer, plays football, um, doesn't show his emotions, yeah, like, sh- you know, shredded, um, chiseled abs, um, <laughs> you know, surfs, no, um, yeah, that's no, definitely one. <laughs>
3: that's um, very Australian.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, like th- there's this stereotype and... I never felt like I, um, I I fit that mold. Yeah. Like when I grew up, I, I was like, well, I don't like beer. I hate the taste of beer to this day. And I'll openly admit that. Um, and I've always been okay with showing my emotions. Um, I played sport at a high level, but I, it was, I played basketball. I didn't play football. So, you know, football's, you know, the most, the most manly sport, um, especially in country Australia. So, I had this idea of like, "Oh, I'm not, I'm not man enough. I'm not masculine enough." And that affected me when I was a, a teenager, with girls, really, at high school, because I was like, you know, I'd see, I, I remember the girl I liked. Her name was Laura. And I'm like, oh, Laura's so cute. And I, what was I, probably 14, 15. <laughs> I'm like, Laura's so cute. And I'm like, oh, I want to go ask her out. And then the immediate thought was like, so the desire comes, and then the immediate thing after that is, oh, no, I'm not masculine enough f- for her. And, so, and, and then the next thing is like, so she'll say no. Yeah, like so that's the sequence. desire. Doubt, and then behavior based on the doubt. So desire, I want to go ask Laura out. She's so cute. Doubt, I'm not masculine enough for her though. So she's going to say no. So I'm not going to do anything about it. And so that actually meant, um, there's some other stuff to that, but it meant that I lived a lot in my head. And and I also cut my, my connection to more my my more primal nature yeah because cause I, I i would see a lot of guys at school where i was like oh you're a dickhead like you're a wanker but and you're treating girls like so poorly you know like i know you cheated on your girlfriend on the weekend you know at that party and and she doesn't have a clue yeah and these guys that were just more I guess macho for lack of a better word, but
3: Mm.
2: I guess I want to use more not aggressive. I can't find the word, but it's along the lines of like boisterous and aggressive and just kind of more forward as well. So because I was like, well, I don't want to be you. So I took it on to not be them. Yeah. So instead of being like direct and being like, Hey, I like you, you know, you want to, go do something after school. Right. Yeah. Instead of being direct like that, um, I I was passive because I was like, well, I don't want to be a dickhead like that. And so, you know, um, I cut my sexual energy off. I cut my sensual energy off. Um, so that's been my journey is back to those things, back to my sexual energy, back to my sensuality. And yeah, it's, it's just enabled me to learn how to relate to myself and have a huge amount of trust and safety in myself. And it's something that I know that, you know, women can feel like w- women can feel, they know when they feel safe and they, they know they, do, they probably don't know this all the time, but they feel safe when a guy feels safe in himself.
0: I was just wondering, you're saying sensual energy and sexual energy. How yeah. would you define them exactly? Like, Separate yeah. them. Cause I think there's a fine line, which is a little difficult to.
2: Yeah. Know, to the, the, what? what? <laughs> great question. I just gave a talk on this as well. Okay. So, so sexual, sexual energy is, is just sexual. Like it's, and, and, and this will become clear like in a moment, but it's, it's sexual in nature. Um, sensual energy is about um the senses particularly the body yeah so feeling through our senses yeah f- like you know when you just feel something you're like oh i just feel like i should do this yeah kind of you know your your gut or your your heart you know is, is speaking to you to to me that is part of sensuality and so um sexuality and sensuality are not the same and they're not always accompanied together so i'll give you an example um and this (laughs) this this might shock you guys but this is a really easy example so porn is really sexual and and usually highly devoid of sensuality yeah like it's 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 hyper sexual it's all about you know this guy fucking this girl this like whatever it is I hope I'm allowed to say stuff like that on your podcast, but it, makes, course, the, <laughs> it makes the anything. It makes it makes the point really obvious, yeah. And it, it, does. it it's it's really harsh as well. It's generally really harsh and lacks care, softness, tenderness, connection between the two of them. Connection, self to self, sensuality. On the other hand, you consider Latin dancing, like let's talk salsa, for example. Yeah, like you, it's there, there's rhythm, there's embodiment, there, there's fluidity. Yeah, like people can mistake it as being sexual, but it's actually super sensual because it's it's about listening to the music, my senses, listening to the music, listening to myself. How do I want to interpret that? All through the senses, obviously. What is my partner doing? What is my lead doing? What is my follow doing? Another way to highlight it, really obviously, is surfing. Yeah, so as a surfer i do surf which is pretty typical australian of me um (laughs) like I, i can know you know is it high tide is it low tide you know does does that wave go left does it go right but that is not the same as being in the water yeah so when i'm in the water i see okay that guy he took off on the wave in that location and that's what happened don't catch that wave this guy over here he took off there I start to notice when the wind changes, I start to notice, okay, what happens to the waves when the wave rises over there? Okay, that's not the wave to get. When the, when the ocean rises over there, that's the one. And so that's, that's sensuality because yeah. I, I'm, I'm tuning in to my environment through my senses. So that and surfing is obviously like who, who goes, yeah, surfing is so sexual. Yeah, like no one does that, right? So that (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it's it's like it's odd. You don't even (laughs) think about that. So I
1: also never heard anyone say that surfing is sensual. No, yeah, either. But I do get your point.
2: Not until someone broke down sensuality, though. So yeah, like you get it, right? So that's the difference between sensuality and sexuality. And I think in Bachata sensual, a lot of people play on sexuality, thinking it's sensuality. And it's not, oh. and it, people can feel it and they're like, ah, oh, that's, that's not, that's not what I'm about.
1: Amen.
0: <laughs> Cause yeah, like you said, with the whole salsa example, I think yeah. a lot of people, a lot of my friends or family who don't dance and then have seen me dance before or a video of me dancing, I don't know, Bachata or Kizamba, which is closer. Mm. Then they mm-hmm. automatically go, Oh, but that's so sexual. How can you be dancing that? And then I always try to explain to them it's yeah. not. And it's really hard. So I think this is a really nice way to explain the difference, to differentiate between sexuality and sensuality for yeah. even people who don't dance.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
1: I mean, makes sense for some reason. Like when I see sensuality, I never thought about like my senses. I don't know, maybe that's just me, but I didn't. I don't know why, like
0: sens I, I <laughs> like, like, no, sensuality I, I'm, I'm, no, I'm honest like I,
1: I that doesn't mean that I looked at it in a sexual way, but what mm. I'm saying is I never thought about like you know, I never defined sensuality for myself, to be honest, okay. so thank you for doing that.
2: You're welcome,
0: <laughs> and I was just wondering with the with the clients you have, so with the coaching, how do mm-hmm. they respond to? you bringing in bachata into the, into the coaching sessions, maybe because I'm assuming the people that come to you, come to you don't all dance or have never actually thought about dancing mm. or anything related.
2: Yeah. Um, so when it comes to one-on-one coaching, I don't really bring bachata into it. I, I, I bring body based work into it. Yeah. Like, I, I might get clients to, you know, stand in a wide stance, you know, breathe, you know, like, you know, beat their chest, beat their thighs, you know, stomp like more tribal type of things. Um, whereas when I work, do workshops or retreats, you know, with, you know, 10, 20 plus people, um, that's when I bring it in and it, it, it blows their mind. Yeah. Yeah. Because, a lot of times I'm going into like these people are coming already They they're into personal growth. Yeah. Like you're not at a something that I'm running to not grow. (laughs) So, so, so they're already have an idea of, you know, relationships, you know, there's already, you know, language around consciousness and things like this. And so the the dancing really does it for me. I don't have to do much. Yeah. I just have a couple of exercises. I'm like, guys, this is what we're going to do today. You're going to see how this dancing relates to your life and relationships and yourself, your relationship to yourself. And people are just freaking mind blown. Yeah. Like, because it's, it's an embodied thing. Yeah. It, it, it's something that, like, when you get it, like, you you get it as opposed to, like, oh, let's talk about these ideas of, like, how to be a better leader. No, like, it it's a physical thing because you can, like, when I set these people up to have a certain experience, depending on whatever exercise I'm doing, like, they feel it. They're like, oh, yeah, I was really tentative there, yeah, and then i have a conversation. Okay, like... You know Sally, like how was how it when your lead was really tentative? Well, well, I was a bit unsure and I felt myself get nervous. yeah and then I actually felt then I felt when Michael actually paused for a moment, because when he paused for a moment, I could take a breath and I knew he was being more steady. yeah and like there's just light bulbs going off left, right and center um, and people are like, yeah, I just need to learn to trust myself more. Or like I need to learn to like let my husband like actually lead in our relationship or I need to lead, you know, like whatever. But it blows their mind in terms of the the learnings, but then they just love the bachata stuff as well. Like it's because, yeah, like you just bring so much fun to it. And inevitably, I just get people coming up to me like, you know, lunch breaks Christian, Dance with me, dance with me, and they're like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna go search salsa and bachata when I get home." Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. I, I love, I love bringing the two worlds across so much.
1: Yeah, I can, uh, I can totally, I can totally see that, um, and I think it's very interesting what you're mentioning about bringing these two worlds together. Um, because when I go out dancing and I can just speak from a, from a guy's, from a leader's perspective, um, I'm always looking at the dance floor and I'm looking at other guys and I'm wondering, you know, what is going on in their daily lives? Um, how do they live their lives? How do they go through life? And yeah, what is happening in their daily life outside of dancing and how does that affect what they bring to the social dance, you know? Um, i think there are different types of people different types of dancers and we're all at least that's you know one of my theories the way we go through life um affects our dancing so my question there would be if you are looking at other guys on the social dance floor like what do you notice
2: Mm. um yeah um good good question And, and i agree with you you know like I feel like you can see people who are more of a soulful type of dancer. Then you can see people who are more like super, super precise in like that, they're, like they're, they're so efficient. They're like, they're so precise with their movement. And, and you know that they're just probably that way at work or something like that as well. <laughs>
3: exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm almost, I'm almost feel certain I know who is in like engineering or it on the dance floor.
1: based on work. precision
2: precision yeah, yeah. can't
0: soulful people also be a little
2: precise yeah of course of course there's a difference. Like you can feel people, and like this, this, I'm just making gross generalizations now. But in terms of like feeling and witnessing, um, what do I notice when I look at the leads? I mean, here in Australia, um, the answer that comes to my mind is a lot, and and kind of actually, what I mean by that is like a lot is going on, um like the the lead is, is doing a lot and I'm like kind of I want to say slow down. You know, that's mm-hmm. an that's absolute foundational message of the workshops that Isabella and I teach, um, two to, to dancers, yeah, is like um, slow down, like take your time and feel rather than like, okay, one, two, three, four, okay, I'm going to do this move and then I'm going to do this. Like, yeah, like that's, I don't think that's very fun and I, I know plenty of women followers who say, hey, I'm happy to do a basic for the whole song if it's a nice one rather than a, a whole song full of like unprepared, rushed mechanical movements. Um, obviously each to their own. But, yeah, like that's what I notice is is a lot. Um, but yeah, it would, I, would be fascinated, you know, what it is like generally where you guys both live. Cause you're in Europe, obviously it's closer to, you know, the heart, the Mecca of Bachata central Spain. Um, so it is a difference. Yeah. Like when I went to, like, I was already interested in this stuff that we've had talked, you know, the, the personal development stuff when I first went to Spain a couple of years ago and I came back way more sensual and, and slower or in my energy. Mm. Yeah. Like even though I was into this stuff, um, I was like, wow, I'm rushing things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I noticed for that. Where does that
1: come from? Does it come from like the way they teach dancing or does it come from the way they live life?
2: (laughs) It's a great question. Potentially
3: both, you know. Um, it, it's it's not something that I've heard many teachers
2: speak about here, to be honest. Um, yeah, I, I've rarely heard teachers here say, okay, slow down. like Like everyone, just like try slowing down for this part of the song. Or... Mm. As a as a philosophy, like because most most classes, right, is a is a turn pattern, mm-hmm. a- and I don't know if other teachers don't think about that because um, I've I've certainly se- I certainly see they don't dance like that they don't dance rushed, and I think it is part of just a learning process to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is so like, to
1: give you an answer, like over here at least where I take lessons is yeah, you know, something that we hear quite often you know, slow it down, take it easy. But then if I go to a social, you know, the same people like one week later and I look across the dance floor and yeah, many guys are still rushing it. So Mm. yeah, my, my question is why I'm to, to hint a bit towards the things that you're doing is, you know, does it, does that come from a, from a place of, you know, having to impress the, the ladies and they take that from, you know, like, there are other aspects in lives where they think, you know, I have to be man. I have to be make, you know, everything has to be perfect. I uh, need to impress. And that this is the question that I'm asking myself. Like, is that where it comes
3: from?
2: I, I would say so. Yeah. Like to me, we, we, we take ourselves with us. Yeah. yeah. Every, every, everywhere we go. Um, so, so some people, they might be like, they might be like that outside, um you know in their life and they come in to dance and dance is their their sanctuary um but i think more often than not people are just bringing their own mindset into dancing and it's also like you know what 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 is your intention for being there like how, how what is your actual perspective on dancing is dancing a beautiful moment to connect is, is dancing for you in this time a shit ton of turn patterns that you're trying to remember for yourself and practice when you go out social dancing. Yeah, like it's different things for different people.
3: Yeah. But well, it's certainly a learning
2: experience there as mm. well. Definitely. Yeah. Um, just to, you know, close, I, I think um, to come back to these concepts of masculine and feminine. So leads, like, a lead has to have a structure. yeah like if if like if my frame literally goes from like here to down here and I just drop my frame completely, um, well, then I can't do anything, can I? like I, I can't really lead. so like for for a lead, you need to learn the difference between being um, s- stable and and forceful. Um, cause 'cause there's a big difference between being, um, sure and certain and rough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so leads really need to learn that and how to be strong in their body, how to be clear in their communication all the while feeling your partner and, and knowing where your partner is at. Actually, there was two things that I spoke to you about originally was, um, Capability and receptivity,
3: Mm -hmm.
2: and I feel like dance can kind of be broken down into all of this. So, capability is like what is your body actually capable of in terms of like just your body, not even dance. Like, are you someone who's super flexible? Are are you someone who's really tall? Are you someone who um, has back? Has had a back injury? Um, so that's like the capability of your body but then the capability of your dancing yeah so like how long have you been dancing have you just started dancing bachata is this the first time you've done anything with your body do you have a sports background but now you've come to dancing do you have a ballet background of 15 years now you've come to bachata that person's capability is going to be completely different so there's capability but then there's also receptivity And so receptivity is, like, how receptive to your lead or your follow are you? Because, like, I could be insanely capable as a lead, but I might not actually be receptive to her capability.
0: okay. Yeah?
2: And so I'm just trying to do all these awesome, all these crazy awesome things, but I'm not being receptive and listening. Or I might be, does that make sense?
0: Yeah oh yeah it yeah. makes there's
2: a <laughs> Yeah
0: I've had some of those experiences on the dance floor where yeah. the da- the lead was an amazing dancer but then sometimes I was super unsure if I was doing it well enough for them like right. following their lead
2: Got it Yeah and so on the other hand like the the follower might be amazingly capable but she might not actually be very receptive to the follower uh, to the to the lead Yeah. Like she, she might miss really easy things and then, then your dance is disconnected as well. So uh, I think this is two really easy ways to to look at it because both lead and follow have their capability. They have their receptivity to one another. Um, yeah. And and for me, my thing is like, I mean, of course I want to look good. Obviously I, I want my dancing to look good. Um, but, but a, above that, I want to have nice connection and I want my partner to feel great when she dances or he dances with me. Yeah. So, I mean, just wanted to, I feel like I wanted to bring those things in for, for the, especially for, for the guys, um, for the follow, for the leads. Yeah. Just learning how to be firm, uh, be confident, but be in your body. Yeah. Like not, not in your head. Um. Try to actually feel, try to actually empty yourself and just see what the music is doing. And as a thing at home, like you can really do this at home on your own. Yeah, like you can just play around and see like how does it actually feel, like listen to the different instruments of bachata and just like, oh, what if I play on that one? You, you can you can put on non-bachata music as well so you don't go in your, into your bachata brain. Um and just feel and, and say like, Oh, cool. Little, little groovy thing. Oh, sweet. You know, <laughs> oh, something smooth. like, you know, extended body roll, things like that to learn, to get into your body.
0: Hmm. It's a nice little uh, golden yeah. tip. <laughs> yeah.
1: But that is, that is to improve your receptivity. I don't know. How do, how do I pronounce that? Receptivity? Receptivity? Yeah.
2: Receptivity. <laughs> well, 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 that is to get into your body. Yeah, and the, because and the more, I mean,
1: you know, like working on your capability, I guess it's obvious, or at least the first thing that comes to mind to me is, you know, go to, the, go to dance classes and take more lessons. Um, but how, how do I work on my uh, receptivity?
2: Well, yeah, so, so receptivity is, is two things. It, it is being in your body, but it is also mm-hmm. a philosophy or an intention. Yeah. So, but, but that can help for your capability as well you know like cuz you do just go to dance classes and learn a turn pattern but the, the 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 more you actually have capability in your body and you can just explore things for yourself like the more you start to learn oh my hips my hips can do this oh my shoulders can do this then i can link it to my hips like the more you actually learn to like it's literally just firing different motor neurons and different pathways and like trying different you know what happens when my arms are up here you know oh i'm not very coordinated i'm not very elegant like you, you can just play with those things and that will that will increase capability and receptivity cuz you're getting in your body yeah okay i'm i'm done with my masculine thing and stuff <laughs> <laughs>
1: That was really I, I, I like i like i like this topic um yeah you know to, i i just thought it it comes natural to some guys to have i don't know more empathy towards their followers and to you know understand um you know their range so the range of the follower um yeah to me i that's something i naturally picked up over the years but i never asked myself you know like where does it come from so i'm, I'm yeah. yeah i'm just really curious if you have like intentional like yeah conscious things that you can practice and work on for guys that are maybe you know dancing at a at a high level but yeah they they struggle to maybe adapt to the range of their followers or maybe they are just not 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 naturally good at understanding the the the, uh, the capacities of their followers
3: yeah Um, at the, when it comes to actually dancing,
2: um, like connect with her first. Yeah. Like this is, I'm not saying anything new. Um, like, yeah, take, take moments to take, take an one actual moment to not do anything, not even like a step tap, you know, body roll before the, before the, the drums come in. Um, trumps. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> right? Like actually just, and like that can change your entire dance. Literally being still, closing your eyes, take a breath. Like that, that can change your entire dance. So, I mean, in a, in, in a dance, that's the thing. And then it does just have to be intention. You know, and notice throughout the dance, oh, she she did that. When I tried that move, she f- she finished a bit late, yeah? She finished a bit late, so I couldn't link it. Okay, cool. Well, then do a basic. Don't try to link something if she's just finishing the move, yeah?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Makes Good. sense.
1: I want to see more of that <laughs> on the dance yeah.
2: You got the thumbs up from Jan.
1: Well, I I I do think it's two thumbs up from me. Maybe Uh maybe it sounds a bit backwards, but I do sometimes think that the more advanced a leader gets, the more he forgets that, you know, other dancers that they're dancing with on the on the social dance floors, you know, don't have that capability and that range and maybe also come to the dance floor with different intentions, you know. As in, yeah. not wanting to dance at the technically highest level, for example.
0: It also gets yeah. really nerve-wracking sometimes because then you're like, "I'm so nervous. Like, am I good enough to dance with this person at this point? Like, what are they thinking?" And then you're just trying your best to follow everything they want, and then you're like, "I actually don't know if I'm following what they want. Like, is this what they want? I I, I guess it is. So yeah, it can be a little scary sometimes. I'm not gonna lie.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think that's like. But bachata, ha- bachata has exploded, obviously. A- and and there's clearly a. There's different clicks. Yeah. Like, it didn't take me long when I went to my first festival in Spain to be like, oh, okay, all the people who like really rate themselves, they hang out right near the DJ. <laughs> like, that <laughs> is is that, so that's true. a thing. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. I, I tend not to dance with those girls, to be honest. And like, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. They were, you know, above me in terms of level. um I, I'm fine with that. But I don't want to dance with you if if you're a snob. And uh, I'll I'll say I've, I'll be a snob every now and then, like, because um, I know there'll be people in Melbourne listening to this where like, and they'll be like, Christian, sometimes you don't dance with me. I'm like. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I like, so I, I'm good at like I, I, I'm a, I'm very comfortable saying no, like just in life in general, and um, so like if I'm actually like not in the mood to dance with someone, <laughs> um, like I'll I'll say no, and it can be any person. Um, any level but yeah like some sometimes I'm tired sometimes I'm feeling introverted and actually this I'll be honest this has been a this has been a journey for me as someone who's very um I would say visible on Facebook due to my coaching work and a lot of people in the dancing scene know I do that I'm very expressive on Facebook but I'm actually somewhat introverted like I I don't, I don't have many, you know, like close friends. I, I've only got a handful of close friends. Um, and I, I tend not to, I'm not someone who's really necessarily needing to meet new people. And so when I do go dancing, like, cause it is kind of a bit of like, well, how do I balance this as a teacher as well? Like, how do I balance? And like m- most times, if I say no to someone, I'll go back and ask them for a dance later um i really do hope that i do that um but yeah like that has been a difficulty because for me often i'm like i want to do just talk to my closest friends at dancing and then just like kind of hide away or dance and then hide away you know that type of thing um so yeah that's that's a thing but like to, to go back to the the whole thing about festivals is I feel like everyone wants to be a bachata superstar. Like it's insane. It's insane in Spain. Yeah. Like everyone has like an Instagram page. They have professional photos in their, in their outfits. Like there's like, there is now a coolness element to it of like, there is a little bit of like an, I guess a narrowing of like, well, this this is what you've got to be if you want to be a bachata superstar, because it's like this little, you know, famous celebrity, you know, experience in this pocket of the world in the bachata world. So, coming back to this, all started with people just dancing and trying to do all the all the crazy things, and you not feeling great to dance with them. For example, Lucy. Yeah, I think there's. There's definitely just like the people that want to be the most impressive.
1: There. Well, I, I, I do agree with what you're saying, Christian. Let's be honest. You see new bachata couples popping up left and right. I, I, I guess it's nice because, you know, we, we, it's easier than ever to, you know, express yourself and, and, and capture that and, and, and show it to the world. Yeah. Maybe the question is, you know, why, why do you want to do that?
0: I mean, it wouldn't be bad actually. Every time you want something, to really think about it, if it's something you actually really want, because, like you said, half the time it's stuff you don't actually want or need in your life. So
2: <laughs> potentially, I mean, the other thing is like, I, I've been thinking about this, and I know I'm, I'm feeling like we'll finish it in, in a moment because <laughs> it's long. I get it. Um, yeah, I, I think the, the world is big enough to have as many bachata teachers as there wants to be to be honest because the reality is as much as we think it's massive you know like we we know all the famous teachers and we know like you know the festivals it's still like a minority of the world's population knows what bachata is yeah like i don't know how many times someone has said to me i'm like yeah, I dance salsa and bachata. They're like, is that big in Melbourne? And I'm like, "Uh, yeah, there's one if not two different socials every night of the week in Melbourne. Wow. Yeah. Sometimes there's three socials on a weekend and it causes drama between different schools because it's like, well, why are we doing this, you know, like Mm. can we take it in turns? But, yeah, like the the point is I think everyone in – I'm almost certain that most people in their life have at, have at least known salsa is a thing, and I, I would love to just give salsa a go because most people kind of find pachata through salsa. But yeah. point being, I, I don't know anyone that Any... really is like, ah, like salsa, that's, that's not cool. I don't want to learn that. Like everyone in their life I reckon has had a moment of going salsa, that's so hot, that's so steamy. Wouldn't it be fun? Yeah. And, and so I think, you know, like to get out the mentality as teachers of like, oh, you know, there's too many teachers in, in this town or whatever, and it's be like, well, how, how can you diversify the people that you're speaking to and the people that you bring in? Because most people love dancing when they give it one free lesson and they want to do more. So figure out how to communicate to the people that aren't hearing. About it. Yeah. So there's that. And then the other thing I was going to say it's like, hey, everyone dances for different reasons. If you want to be a superstar, you know, go (laughs) ahead. Be
0: a a superstar.
2: Be a superstar. Be a superstar. Yeah. Chris is not
1: going to dance
0: with
1: you, but. Oh, my God. How you? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to wrap it up.
2: <laughs> yeah, man.
1: Anyways, thank you. Thank you so
3: much. You're welcome. For being here.
2: Yeah. Uh, my fa- Facebook and Instagram is the two places I hang out the most in different capacities different things on each platform. So go to both of them. Um, yeah, no doubt you'll just share. They'll, they'll see my name. So you just search my full name, Christian with a K Stefan Martin, search that on Facebook, search that on Instagram. Um, my, my partnership with my current dance partner, Isabella, um, you can find us, I think Christian X like the just X or times Isabella underscore Bachata, I think that's our handle. Um, but, yeah, we, we haven't taught since, you know, February like most people, so our content there is pretty old plus, um, yeah, because I'm moving cities soon, so we'll be, we'll be disconnecting from that partnership for the time being.
1: But pretty amazing content. I think a friend of mine described one of your videos as sensual heaven. And uh, I think that's enough reason for anyone to check it out. Uh, I that's
2: it. lovely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much uh, for being here um, and for taking the time. I know it's uh, very late already over there, so uh, we'll let you go to sleep. <laughs>
2: thanks guys I, I really appreciate it yeah i feel like i've taken your time because i kept harping on about masculine and feminine and bachata and stuff like that but yeah like i i've i've enjoyed this so much um i do podcasts probably monthly if not twice a month and this is this has been one of the funner ones like you guys have been epic smiling joking <laughs> thank laughing
3: you. thank you yeah, it really it's really nice awesome.